Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. And you probably ask yourself, well, wait a minute, what happened to the intro? That sounded a little bit different. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, hey, everybody, what's going on? I'm your host, Jamal. That's right. This is the new season, which means I'm hosting. Feel that energy. Uh, let me introduce my best friends. We got Reeves in the blue corner. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> i excited to be here, not uh, hosting a show at all. Nope. Um, I, I I love cars, and my my favorite car is uh, uh, Mater from the Pixar movie. <laughs> okay, you guys will understand that car reference in a second. Reeves is in the cut, where what he's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Now let's go over to Brian in the red corner, who's not in the cut. He's in the ditch. Brian, what's up? The ditch is the cut. What's up? I'm also in the red corner, apparently. Reeves and I are both in the red corner. It's very crowded. Yeah, there's not <laughs> enough room for both of us. I uh, like cars. My favorite car is, um, gosh, uh, Herbie the Love Bug. Okay. <laughs> He's a good car. Very lovable right. car. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're listening, you're probably wondering why are they talking about cars? What, what's going on? This is a, a podcast about food. Well, um, in preparation for the new live season of Top Chef, your three best friends, the three amigos, are giving you three special spinoff episodes of Pod Chef. And the first one, and this is, by the way, by rule of law from Tom Colicchio. He told us we could not do start a new season he said he wants us fresh and primed for the new season so that's why we are taking three podcast episodes off and giving you podcast specials of pod chef and our first one is about top gear that's going to be the the show that we are watching uh that we watched and we're going to be reviewing today because what's different than being a top chef it's being a top driver okay and before we get too deep into it Reeves, tell me what you had for dinner last night, please. Um, what did I have for dinner last <laughs> night? Mm. You should be ready to go. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was sitting in my race car. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to the fans at home. We're doing Top Gear because we really want to like entice a British audience. When we were told that I guess British people like Top Gear, that so you're doing my whole intro to what Top Gear is. So go ahead. <laughs> I going. guess. I mean, I'm not. I don't know what the show is really. I, we're gonna get into it anyway. Um, I had. Oh, now I remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. So it it was a Korean corn dish. That was very simple. It's just like uh, corn and like some peppers and stuff like that. Now I think about it, it was more Latin than anything else, but that's how it was titled on uh, the New York Times cooking. Um, and then it had like cheese over the top and you like pop it in the oven and it like um, you put it on the broiler and then it kind of like solidifies and everything like that. I put too much cheese. So mm. it ended up being basically a cheese bowl with a little bit of corn and sausage in it. Not mm. very good at all okay so you had a florida dinner all right brian (laughs) what did you have for dinner last night the foreshadowing to what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. later you don't Uh, need to bring that up you're ruining the show you're ruining my things chef uh last night i was in um uh ram truck Dodge Ram truck, and I was in a Dodge truck, not a Ford, because Ford stands for found on road dead, and I was not found on road dead. Instead, I was eating delicious Vanessa's dumplings from Vanessa's Dumplings in Williamsburg. We had vegetable dumplings of the pan-fried and boiled variety, also Don Don noodles with tofu, and vegetable noodle soup, which was just water and noodles and vegetables. And we had to add uh, soy sauce and uh, sriracha, sriracha, and uh, uh, vegetarian fish sriracha sauce. Sriracha if you're nasty. Yes, and I'm nasty. 
Okay, chefs, I prepare for you. Um, what kind of car I are you slant. in? <laughs> I am in uh, an airplane, airport taxi. Um, <laughs> I prepare for you Icelandic wild caught uh, steelhead trout, uh, sweet potatoes, uh, garnet yam, sweet potatoes, and steamed broccoli. Icelandic wild caught steelhead trout. Three qualifiers. It does taste better than farm raised. I you can, can really that taste the the steelhead. Well, not just that, but also the flakes of the fish are different. And why is that? Why is it's that? Because when because... salmon are being grown in a farm, um, they don't get as flaky because the water's <laughs> different, and they're too close together, and they're too enclosed. And so the flakes can't develop because it's like not enough space in between them. Whereas when they're free out natural yeah. in the wild being yeah. caught and eaten by bears and some of the bears catch them and they give them to a man and say, here, this is for you. And they exchange some <laughs> the money. They got plenty of flakes because they had the space. What do the bear? So clearly I knew that the bears catch the, the salmon and give them to men. I knew that happened. But what do the bears do with the money? Because we men give them men money, right? So sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. Man slash woman money. <laughs> okay, well, you're done for. Um, but so I think I the tell bears... You, yeah, go ahead, Reese. Okay, I was going to say, what the bears don't want you to know, you know, there, there's a lot in the bear media about bear masculinity <laughs> and the fact that they can just catch salmon with their bare hands, pun intended, um, and eat the salmon. But really what they're doing is they're spending the money to create nets to get fishing bowls and stuff like that. Other means that are more efficient to catch fish. Okay. Okay. So maybe at some point they'll start farming the salmon just to make it easier. I mean, to be honest, I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. I think they lie and tell you, no, I caught this. Yeah. With my, I think ba- it's- with my hands. They say hands. They don't say bare hands. <laughs> yeah. It's redundant. All right. So welcome to pod gear. This is a special episode of pod chef. I sound more like a that's a leaf blower. That's what my car sounds like. That's not the sound effect we use to start the episode. Uh, so we watched Top Gear UK. We watched a special episode of Top Gear UK. Wait, we're getting right into it. Well, I'm just giving them what we watch so they know. Can watched... I really quickly tell a cooking injury related story? Because I realized we didn't do that. Oh, last time. I have one too. So go ahead. We can all do one. It'll be fun. And then we'll take a break. We'll take a break. So it'll say pod gear, and then we'll do the episode. Okay. I was cooking um, about a week ago, and I was cooking a winter squash. I was pretty stoked about it. Um, And I cut it up. I put it in some olive oil and threw it in the oven at 450. Here's a fun fact that I knew, but I forgot about. Olive oil at a certain temperature smokes. Mm -hmm. It'll smoke. So I had it in there for, I don't know, an hour or something like that. (laughs) Way longer than it should have been in there because I was trying to get it nice and moist. Um, I was down in my basement doing some laundry, and then I hear the freaking fire alarm go off. I rush upstairs. My dog's losing his mind. He's trying to jump out a window or something. Was the sous chef going nuts? The sous chef was so pissed because I had made such a big boo-boo. Mm. That he was barking, going crazy. He was going, and he ran and jumped out a window. Um, And in a rush to get to my um, fire alarm to kind of like wave a towel, yeah, fan it out, I ran into my post on (laughs) our banister going up our stairs, which has like, you know, it's like a block with like a kind of like pointy edges. I just ran right into it on my side and cut the, cut the shit out of myself on basically near my chest. I won't show you guys because it would reveal my nipple. And this is a family podcast. (laughs) And people pay on our Patreon to see us. Yeah. Our Patreon, which is essentially what fans only pages are. Um, Uh, that, Please notice how Reeves said OnlyFans wrong to um, <laughs> make us think that he doesn't subscribe to a bunch of them. Yeah. It's called, uh, what is this? Fans only? I've never heard of it. <laughs> yes, on purpose. And to our fans also, if I ever say things wrong, which I mean rarely ever happens, it is all on purpose and it's for comedic purposes. So that was my cooking related injury. 
Okay, my cooking-related injury. I <clears throat> cut my finger, a good chunk of my finger off last Monday. Uh, a sizable section. Uh, my my um, you, you can't see it brown here, but you can tell that the uh, curve of my finger is, has a little indent in it. Um, I lost part of my uh, fingerprint as well. So it was very painful. I, and I wasn't even chopping something. All I did was reach my hand in without looking into a drawer, thinking I was going to grab a spoon, and the potato slicer was ready and raring to go. And not only did I feel myself cut myself, but I went ahead and pushed forward and just went and shaved off the rest of it. Um, and all nice. And then there's, you know, there's blood everywhere. And uh, I was worried for a second that I wasn't going to stop bleeding. I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital over this. Uh, but it did stop bleeding. And, you know, I put some Neosporin on it and I put some uh, antiseptic on it. And I'm good to go. It's not uh, as painful anymore. Still some pain when I press my finger. Other than that, I'm back. And I ate food the wrong way. And it hurt this a lot. This is an injury? This is an injury? <laughs> yeah, it hurt a lot. I okay. ate it the wrong way. How'd you okay. eat it? And what's the wrong way? The Well, what's the right way first? Let's let's establish with well, baseline what's the, what's the right way. What's the food you're eating? It depends. Carrot. You're eating a carrot. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, this is good. And so, again, yeah. this is an informative podcast. We're not only teaching, you know, our fans how to cook and, and be real, you know, self-sufficient people, but also how to eat food. Yes. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. This was Tom Colicchio's first mission statement for us was he wants us to be first informative, second entertaining. Mm-hmm. So we are getting the informative part out first. So let's talk about this carrot. Now, was this a adult carrot or baby carrot? This is fully grown carrot. This this carrot could drive. Oh, this carrot. Oh, this carrot. Car? This. Oh, oh, not yet. We're almost okay. there. This carrot could uh, go off to war and die, but couldn't drink a beer. Okay. <laughs> so it's an American I mean, carrot then. That's I, an American. It carrot. makes me so upset that our brave carrots are out there defending our country, and they can't even come back here and have a freaking some suds. Ridiculous. It's insane. This country's all backwards. Like yeah. much like how I ate this carrot backwards. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> so you by backwards you mean you ingested it into your body in the reverse order, or you ate the carrot itself in the reverse order? Because backwards could be two things. Did you make it go through the process backwards in your body? Or did you just turn it around and eat it the way that most people don't eat the carrot, which is the green part first? Both of those sound wrong to me. I didn't do either of those things. Okay. Okay. But it's still back. Okay. So what's the right way to eat a carrot? Um, well, I, just, I feel like uh, I don't want to say right, wrong. You know, as long as it goes down, <laughs> you know, that's really what matters. Okay. So, mine, so yeah. So mine went up. Okay. Your oh, carrot okay. went up. Okay. And this was a problem for you that your carrot went up. I didn't say it was a problem. I just said that I did it wrong and that it. And that it hurt. When you say up, what do you mean by up? Your carrot went up, like it went up. Which mucous membrane touched the carrot first? How the many mucous, mucous membranes do I have? Well, okay. technically, you've only got two. So you've got what's in your mouth and what's in your anus. So which one touched the carrot first? I thought mucus was in my nose. Oh, okay. I guess that's true. But that technically let's drains maybe out pull back a little bit. But yeah, what's up? What's up? Uh, so, Brian, do you just want – maybe I'll tell you how I eat a carrot and you can tell me if that's how you did it. That's okay. Cool. I will I, like I will. whenever you say something that I didn't do, I'll say um, didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> that works. Start from the okay. beginning, from the very okay. beginning. Okay. So, the very beginning, I take the carrot with the orange side facing towards me in my hand. Didn't just the it. orange side, right? Just the orange side. Didn't do it. Okay. So we are already some one or maybe multiple parts of that you didn't do. Yeah. Okay. okay. The whole thing after, didn't do the whole thing. After that, I open my mouth. I stick the carrot in. I didn't. Uh, did I do? You don't even peel the carrot. I peel the outside skin of the carrot. No, Jamal, that's a banana. I know yeah, that. I think you're thinking of no. a banana <laughs> no. and or mango. 
Well, I'm thinking, carrot. <laughs> thinking of mango. You can take a peeler to the outside of a carrot, get that this... gunk off. Okay. Yeah, you, I only do that with peppers, and that's only because Tom taught us that. You got to mm-hmm. peel your peppers. He okay. hates the outside of a pepper. And he says they're disgusting. So after that, I chomp down, and I chew, and then I swallow it. I did that part. Okay. Okay. So it's just how did you get it in your mouth? Yeah. Was this like a couple's meal? No, it was just me. I think, okay, okay, so here's what I think I did wrong. So you said you picked the carrot up, orange side facing you, you, Mm -hmm. and then you put that in your mouth and you chomped down and chewed and swallowed it. That's right. I so I didn't pick up the carrot at all. I just put my hand in my mouth and I chomped down on it and chewed and swallowed. Okay, I see what's happening here. And he held up his hand, and there's some oddities about that. So, mm. well, okay. what's odd is that my hand looks like my pencil that I chew. Mm, yeah. So is I'm this not worth sure it? how Did this payoff. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out a way to tie it into your ski trip and we could maybe talk about that, which I guess we're getting kind of close to, but I don't know. I mean, my payoff. That's like seven minutes for me to say it's find a way to not talk about putting a carrot in my butt. Hey, it's a good bit. Uh, Brian, talk to us. Let's reset. Uh, Brian, talk to us about your ski trip since you got the good grades. You went on the ski trip, right? Yeah. So brevity is the, uh, is close to guileliness. So on the ski trip, I went there with uh, Cheech and Chong. It's me, Cheech and Chong. Okay, sure. Well, so, sorry. so let's set this up. It's you, it's Cheech, it's Chong, mm-hmm. and you're at this mountain. Yeah, I just I I lied. I said I said I went there with them. They were already there when I got okay, there. Okay. They were already there. And the ski lodge, there was like smoke coming out of it. And I was like, oh, cool. That means that there's a roaring fire going. I can hang out by the ski, by the uh, fireplace, and just warm it up. You know. Turns out it's Cheech and Chong in there smoking a big fatty. The biggest fatty I've ever seen in my whole life. Now, this is not them. I want to I don't want to. When you say fatty, mm-hmm. you mean, is this a slang term or did they kill someone who was large in body size? Well, that's a good question, Jamal, because you do know that I refer to people who are large as being fatties. So. <laughs> I could see where you were you confused. You said smoked a fatty. You know, culture is different, Brian. Yeah. So when you say smoked a fatty, I'm like, dang, they smoked a fatty? That's no. true. Culture Rest is different. Peace. And Rest we learn peace. about that with British people, too. Because they, <laughs> yeah. they like to say the term fatty to refer to people. Yeah. It wasn't the British fatty, which is big okay. to people in Florida. It was just a big, giant, uh, uh, as Nelly would say, NL. And... Um, and what happened was, brevity is the is the next to cleanliness, is that I smoked this big fatty with Cheech and Chong, and we just ended Rest up watching peace. adults swim the entire time. I didn't even do any skiing. Okay. Um, so you just, you, you smoked this big fatty, and you got super high. You got twisted. You got baked. You got caked up. And all those you things. Got, you got dizzy wizzy. You got. Yeah, especially. Old, you got old school. You got turned up. I got, you got cold cocked. Around. You got cold cocked. And you ended up just watching. Adult swim. Well, adult swim. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Metal Oculus the watched. entire time. Got it. Okay. And at no point in time did you go, I was here to do something. Oh, I did that lots of times. I kept you being like. And, okay. I'm like, I'm here to do something. And then they would be like, smoke a fatty. And be like, that's what it was. That's what it was. I think you guys have a laugh about it. Oh, we laughed so much. Like, I don't know what what was got over me, but I laughed the entire weekend. Wow. It was hilarious. Now, did Those you are... go by yourself? Did you take your wife? My wife didn't go. Oh, um, she's afraid of snow. and uh, Well, don't breeze over that. How is she afraid of snow? I'm trying to be brief with this, guys. And this is a long story, actually. (laughs) Let me try to give you the short version of why my wife is afraid of snow. Okay, good. Give us Uh, the short version. I'll do it in one word, three syllables. Avalanche. (laughs) Okay. And that was pretty easy, right? That was pretty short. I know what the story is. There's a beginning, middle, and end there. I get it. I don't right, need it I anymore. I, I I understand. You know what? I have no follow-up questions. Yeah, That's I enough. got none. I got none. That's a legit. You can have that fear. 
That's oh, I have so much thing. more to tell, tell about that story. I want to, but I, I can't. I can't <laughs> no, do it. No, you can't. I thought you were going to say that she's falling, which I thought might be odd if you're just outside and snow's falling. You're like terrified of that. But standing snow that's sitting on a shelf on a mountain, yes. Everyone should be terrified of that. Yeah. She, I, yeah. So she didn't want to go. Went by myself. Took the Vamoose bus. Oh, did um, you take the gold bus? E, it was gold. Yeah. You, you got to treat yourself, man. Got them leather seats. Well, Tom gave me a stipend, and I was going to spend oh, it. Oh, nice, Tom. Mm. That was nice of him. So, um, did either of us go to the ski trip, or was it just Brian? I went before, and I had a series of issues that I, I definitely remember, but I don't want to go over them again, because that would upset our fans. Okay. I, I mean, I could talk about mine, but I mean, if we're keeping it short, I'll just say that um, went to the ski trip, um, bought a ticket, put the ticket on my jacket like you do on the zipper. So, you know, that, like, and it's still there and it's still there. But I was constantly harassed by just random people on the slope asking me if I bought a ticket. Am I sure I'm supposed to be here? So, did you not describe time. what your ski trip was last time you went? I don't think I did. I think it's because I was like, oh, let me just not bring this up because it's going to be a downer. And I don't want it to be a downer. So I thought you did snow bunnies the whole time. Or was that Reeves also? No, I went down the snow bunny slope because I can't do the regular slopes because I'm I am scared of falling on snow. Um, so um, I just did the bunny slopes. And then I tried to do uh, snowboarding, but that is not like skateboarding. I don't care what they say. It's not. It's way harder, it's and super you difficult. can't. You can barely ollie, and that's the best part of skateboarding yeah. is doing all the ollies. Yeah, and then of course there's always the chance of an avalanche, and that's I'm a little more into Carrie's story. Mm-hmm. There, it does involve a snowboard and a skateboard and an avalanche, and that's a, that's that's all I can say. Yeah, that's all I need. I got. I it. hate. I I almost went um, back into uh, the lodge because someone was out there just doing yodeling. And I was like, that can't be safe. Mm-hmm. They're just yodeling, hoping that their sound vibrations trigger an avalanche. And I was like, I, I can't be here for this. Do you guys know what those Beethoven dogs keep in that little uh, that little thing on their necks when they save a buried snow snowman? I mean, I thought it was like medication or something like that. I don't know. I, I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, oh, man, I'm excited for this joke reveal. <laughs> I think it's medication. Um, St. Bernard's, right? That's what they are. Yeah. Yep. Beethoven dogs. Mm-hmm. Mr. Beethoven. Um, That's it. Do we have anything else? <laughs> no. All right. All right. Tom told us to watch Top Gear. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Uh, so stay tuned. Okay, welcome back to Pod Chef, but this week Pod Gear. Uh, Pod Gear Tom Co- Tom Colicchio made us watch a different show with the first word top, and it was Top Gear. And he said at random he was going to pick at random an episode, and the episode he picked obviously was the one where they come to America. So uh, if you don't know what Top Gear is, Top Gear UK at least, uh, the good one. Uh, shots fired, Top Gear USA. Uh, Top Gear UK is uh, technically three broadcasters who were meant to give informative uh, motoring advice to the public and instead decided to make it more interesting and do a bunch of challenges and stuff when they test cars out in, in the practical world. Uh, that's a pretty high-level explanation. I'll let it stand. Uh, so the presenters are... Jeremy Clarkson, you know him from his journalism. Richard Hammond, <laughs> UK listeners know him from his radio. And James May, you know him because he's been a TV presenter for a long time. So that's who we got. We got Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, James May, the chefs of the road, as it were. If if you don't know who they are, uh, they're just three white guys. Yeah. Well, and I mean, all that's of them, I the think, names. were in Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. They were all part of Frodo's band. Yeah, they all were okay. hobbits from Frodo's band. Yes, they all were hobbits. Uh, Hobbitses. Um, so in this episode called the USA Special Season 9, Episode 3, if anyone wants to watch along, um, they travel to Miami, Florida, and they try and figure out, is it better to rent a car and you go on vacation in America 
or just buy a car that's really cheap for a thousand dollars. And so that is what it's about. This episode, like the premise of it is here's. So don't worry if you hear that and you think, well, the answer is it's better to rent a car, it, that it's very obvious. And this is a very stupid <laughs> question. Don't worry if you think that's wrong because it's not wrong. It's very right. The fact that they think that it'd be better to buy a car for $1,000 or just rent one they thought that might be better. It's very wrong. It's not right at all. Well, here's where I disagree with you. How much do you think an accident in a rental car could cost you? You buy the $30 insurance. Yeah. You uh-huh. got to worry about 30, it. 30, and even, and even with insurance, you don't think the rental car company would be like, you know what? This is actually more than the $30 covers, so we're going to have to take you to court. Next thing you know, you're paying $1,500 in lawyer fees. You're paying $1,500 in court fees. You're no, I represent myself. In, in court taxes. Okay. I represent myself still- in, every, in, in every instance of court. I represent myself. You, you got to stop doing that, Brian. You really yeah, – you the judge, the judges really hate it when you do that. It's, it's the same judge and he has a problem with me. Well, yeah, because you keep showing up to court. Yeah. Even on days yeah. where you don't have a case yeah. and you're like, I'm here to represent myself. Yeah. They hate – People who waste the court's time. So stop doing that. I think he's not because I jumped the line a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm ready to represent myself, sir. Your Honor, Um, I'm I'm here. I'm ready. I do want to point out, I think um, they were talking about in this was an extended vacation. So it wasn't just like you're there for a week. It was like, if you're in America for an extended vacation, like a month and a half, two months, would it be better to buy a car, a very cheap car for a thousand bucks or rent a car? Now, I'm pretty sure for a month and a half, two months. So wouldn't that be about the same price? Rental cars are like $20 a day. They're I mean, really the cars they were driving. Yeah, those would be pennies a day. They were <laughs> such trash. We also think about the hassle of buying a car, insurance, and everything along with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is, and like the add ons and everything like that, I'm pretty sure financially it wouldn't add up. I, the hassle alone, I would never do that. You would <laughs> like need to go to the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a pretty flawed premise, but like it's also kind of cute because they don't understand how America works. Wait a minute. So that's you wouldn't okay. have to go to the DMV for a, one of these $1,000 less cars from the secondhand dealership. They don't have a driver's license for America or insurance or plates on the car or like anything, and to poke holes in this show, they don't get plates on the car at any time. Do they go get plates on the cars? And uh, are you sure they don't have plates? It looked like they didn't have plates, and they don't go to the DMV and buy them for sure. I think no. because it's Florida, you don't have to have the front is. license plate, but there you can have the back is. one. And I think they have the back one. I, they, listen, is. they they went and bought their cars at like really shitty places where I'm sure it was pretty streamlined to do everything, but all their cars had problems and yeah. it did not seem like it would be fun to drive in those cars. It just, the hassle is not worth what you're getting for like maybe a marginal bargain. Let's talk about the cars that they got. So for this track, because on this track, what they're doing is they're driving from Florida to Louisiana. That is their, their journey that they're on. And for this journey, they got three cars. They finally found cars at a thousand dollars or less. And Jeremy Clarkson got himself a Chevy Camaro. He's the white guy. That was uh, 800 bucks cash money. Uh, Richard Hammond got himself a Dodge Ram for 1000 bucks. That's the white guy. Yep. And James May got himself a Cadillac Broham sedan for 900 bucks. And who's he? He was a – He's a white guy, right? Yeah, that is was, correct. He was okay. And um, there is an interaction that they have in Miami Dade. He was Smeagol. When they're looking for cars and he comes across, uh, he's asking black people who are sitting outside, uh, where can I get cars? And he starts talking. He goes, whoa, look at this man's teeth. So let's get into it. Let's let's jump right into this. If this is what we want to do, let's, let's, let's go right there. From the jump, we get a lot of fat jokes. Like, immediately, it's like it's it's like this call cost twenty two thousand dollars. Maybe I'll offer him a, che- a hamburger. And it's like, okay, first of all, whichever white guy you are, you're fat too. Um, but like it kept it kept showing fat people on the cameras, and it kept being like, this is America. And it's like, okay, 
Um, <laughs> oh my god! Every I'm my patriotism, my blood is boiling red, white, and blue. So hard right now. It was like it was like everyone's a murderer and a cokehead, and everyone's fat, and everyone is terrible. They put cheese on everything, and it was like you better stop. Yeah, and you know, just, it's funny in this day and age where I couldn't feel less patriotic about America. This episode, halfway through, I was like. Don't talk about my country. <laughs> yeah. yeah we I like enlisted. Cheese. Everyone likes cheese. I watched this and I enlisted. And yeah, the thing is, is that they do not want me, but I still enlisted. <laughs> they wanted me to do push-ups. I couldn't do it. Pull-ups. Couldn't do it. Run a mile. Couldn't do it. But I enlisted and I'm ready to go. So if anyone is listening, thinks that we're exaggerating, why don't you take a listen to this clip uh, and understand this is Jeremy, uh, British uh, uh, White guy. expat, who <laughs> who is first time in Florida. And these are his thoughts on Florida. But enough of the car's little foibles. It was time to settle down and enjoy our journey across the Sunshine State. God, Florida's awful. Nasty insects, old people, fat people, a lot of people who all view cheese. You want cheese with that? You want cheese with that? This country's national food is fried fish and French fries. It comes in. It comes in newspaper. You're gonna make fun of what I eat. You want cheese with that? Yeah, Reeves did last night. I had cheese. (laughs) I had cheese. Yeah, Jeremy um, is quite a problematic figure. Wait, what did he say that was wrong about Florida? I've been. Have you been to Florida? Uh, yeah, I've been to Florida a lot. <laughs> I think um, he definitely seems very angry. Uh, he doesn't. I, I mean, it's an interesting choice to go on a you know cross country. I mean, not even really a cross country, a semi cross country trip. Um, across the southern country. Yeah, it, it start in Florida and Panhandle. go to Louisiana. Yeah, it, it's an interesting choice. Um, yeah, I mean, this whole show has the, a bit of a Michael Moore documentary feel to it. Well, definitely. This is just a special. This (laughs) is, I just want to put it in context. This show is not, this episode is not representative of the show overall, because the show overall is not this format. The show is usually them in the studio and like actually testing cars. But this one was a special where they go, they come to the USA and this was the challenge that was given to them was to find cars for under a thousand dollars that you can that can make it to Louisiana from Florida. And it has like a bit of an idiot abroad vibe to it. That yes. It's like yes. they are putting them in a situation. They clearly like it, three people that wouldn't ever want to go to America. It seems like it would be yeah. like the last place they would want to go. <laughs> and they also seem to have some kind of social skills, like some issue there because they don't seem to like to interact with any human beings other than just the other two. Just the other two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, that's Brits. Um, yeah, yeah. But listen, we we love to have you guys listening. Um, and <laughs> and I'd like to say, uh, cheerio and and okay, what up, bro? Yeah, yes. that's good. Andrew, that's good. We are watching the show to get more uh, uh, British listeners. Uh, and to you, new British listeners, I say, um, does your country not have old and fat people at all anywhere? Your whole royal family is mostly old and fat. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't come to my country and tell me that everyone here is old and fat and full of insects. You, your country is old and fat. Your country's more old and fat. Your country's thousands of years old. Everyone is old and fat there. And actually, we like the insects, and they're they're helping the environment in the end. If we got rid of them, then that would be bad for the environment. I mean, technically, though, Europe has recovered their bee problem way better than America has, but anyways, uh, you know, they say, they talk trash about us because, you know, they're here in America. They're they're, they feel safe. They got diplomatic immunity. You Jealousy. know, they can, they can say whatever they want, yep. so they can't be thrown yep. in jail or you know depart. They got the, the big BBC backing them, so they can just trash us. But you know, if we went over there, we could tell them the same stuff and and shit on them. So you know, I, in some ways, it's fair. But the cars, well, Jamal, are trash. you have you have a story when you were over there across the pond. Have you told this story on the pod where someone talked about your size in the pod? Jamal's not a big guy, and someone across the pond. Like likened, they're like I, I could tell you from was this was this in France? This was this was in this was in Paris. 
Okay, well, look, look, uh, he, look, I, I look, don't here, it talk is, about here it is, because the Parisians, I don't want to say something that'll get me canceled, because I will. Well, look, all I'm saying is France, UK, it's the same. It's all the same place. Look, I don't know. No, it's not the same place. <laughs> it's the same place. They're the that's same cool. people. It's not. That's cool. It, but uh, I haven't oh. told the story. I don't think we should go into it. <laughs> we can okay, leave it. Fine. I'll just say I went to Paris and I've been to London. Listen, I'm a world traveler. Yep. I had a yep. lovely time both places. Um, well, you like soccer, so they took you in as one of their own. Yes, <laughs> they did. Yeah. And I am a very white man. I look yeah. like I live there, especially in Ireland and England. So there you go. Well, Reeves landed and he said, up the gunners. And like Tottenham said, come over here, bruv. Come on, over mate. Over here, bruv. Over here, bruv. Up you the gunners. You don't talk about disposed that way, mate. Here we go. So I'm, I'm telling you. Head in. Yeah. Do you guys watch Ted Lasso? I watched that. That's about soccer. <laughs> We had a discussion about this last week. <laughs> so let's talk we about the cars. We didn't record last week. Let's talk about the cars. Let's talk about the cars. All the cars are trash. James' car has his his uh, Cadillac has newspaper lining the trunk. Uh, Jeremy's Camaro has like someone's old uh, zipper jumper uh, uh, windbreaker in the back still. Um, so two of the cars don't even have working AC in Miami. I mean, that's the real challenge. They were uh, less than a thousand dollars. What? What did you so expect? I, I want the AC to work. I mean, You're not going to get. I'm giving a you a grand. A I, let me tell you something. I drove. Let me tell you something. I drove a 1986 Chevy Nova in high school. Guess how much it cost? How much? $700. It had working AC. It only was... topped out at 45 miles per hour, but it still had working AC. Okay. Oh, no. I had a 1986 Mustang. It was my first car. It cost $350. And uh, it was a bunch of colors, and it was crap. And it was that cheap because they bought it from a family friend. Uh, did it have AC? No, it did not. Mm. Mm, well, kind of sounds like you you got taken for a ride. I just you well, bought, I took your family bought a lemon. I took people my mom. For rides. My mom said, "If I'm going to buy a lemon, I'm going to get some juice out of that shit." So, <laughs> speaking of juices, what does a V8 mean? They kept saying that. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know anything about cars, so, so I couldn't be less interested in a lot of the stuff that happened in the show. So, muscle cars, <laughs> powerful cars, run on V eight juice. Um, Tomato. That juice. was the pivot. Yeah, that was the pivot that the company had to do because uh, no one was buying the juice except for old people, and old people notoriously don't buy expensive, fancy uh, road cars. So, uh, some of these, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but the engines of uh, very powerful cars are like. Uh, V8 engines are actually soaked and brined in V8 because it uh, creates a coating that allows for the catalytic converter and the combustions that happen to happen at a uh, more smoother uh, pace and also extends the life of the engine. Are you believing any of this bullshit? See, and this is a cooking show and people were probably thinking like, oh, they're not doing cooking and we freaking just did cooking. V8, brining, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. We're still there. We're still cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what a V8 engine is. Then they did, like, some challenges with the cars, which, um, I, were they fun to watch? Not really. Not really. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. Let's, let's, let's do the next. I was bored. <laughs> hold on a second. They invited let's, some dude in a white suit to come drive the car, and they like not, said that they knew who he was. I think it was yeah, Daft Punk. Yeah, that's the bit that they always do. In the oh, UK that's Daft have, Punk? It was Daft yeah, Punk. Yeah, that's Daft Punk. They always invite Daft Punk to drive around the, the track very fast, but this time they had American Daft Punk, so he was what? Uh, fat. There it is. American Daft Punk. His American cousin is a bigger version of the original Daft so, Punk. So hold on. Let's. So it was a joke. It's not really Daft Punk, but they called him <laughs> Big Stig. Yeah, because the original guy's name in the UK version, when they're actually in the studio at their track, his name is the Stig. And what he does is every time they discuss a car, after they do the segment on testing the car, the Stig puts the car around the lap of the Ebola drone. What is the stick? What does that mean? He is the. Um, is that like? Stick. Is that like? Is that <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang? No, he's mm. the he's the the fancy driver. You know, Send the, in the, the stick, mate. <laughs> I can't drive this car. Send in the stick. It's on the wrong side of the freaking car. I drive on the right <laughs> side. Send in yeah. the stick. 
is look, is the stick a, from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Is that one of the guys? It's he like, is. He there's is. There's Brad Pitt, and then there's the Stig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is in that movie. If you look closely, when they get a getaway driver, um, so they did a, a car thing, and it was stupid. <laughs> So they got the stick to drive around the track. You didn't find it uh, fun to do the uh, test of who can go up to 50 and break the fastest? Before no! Alligator pond. Before yeah. alligator gets Nothing left. really happened. One guy kind of went in a pond. It was not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I was really open. I was like, oh, it would be fun if one really went in there and maybe got attacked by an alligator. But that did not happen. There was no danger. Um, yeah. Not all right, let's all talk about great. the more interesting thing than other than the uh, super fascinating challenges that they did. I think uh, the best part I thought was the Stig. <laughs> I love that yeah, guy. <laughs> the Stig was pretty cool, and I would like to maybe work with you guys on a screenplay that's like a spinoff that's just the Stig, and we see like the Stig's backstory, <laughs> nice. his whole I'm origin story, and like how we got the name the Stig and stuff like that. <laughs> Does I this thing exist the, in the DC universe? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, it's in the second round of movies that are coming out. Is he friends with the Joker? Define friendship. <laughs> You're right. That's true. Yeah. Does the Joker have friends? Friends. How many of us have them? Uh, so let's talk about the thing they did after the uh, the old uh, racetrack stuff, where they had to go find food, and because they were so angry with how bad the American food was. <laughs> They said they'd rather get roadkill. And so that while they were driving around, they kept stopping and looking at roadkill. So they yeah. Before that, they went to like a gas station and it looked like a McDonald's like egg and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And they looked at it with such disdain and disgust. Oh, Those motherfuckers, most there of y'all's go. food is full of blood. There the majority go. of food in London is blood something. Blood there pudding, blood sausage. You don't like I a steak, egg, and cheese trigger. biscuit? I knew this would trigger Brian. I knew it. I Brian just, holds they're... a very special place um, in his heart and soul for the uh, McMuffin. Yeah, um, and it's called Plaque, and it's killing me slowly. <laughs> I knew I you hold, were going to say I that. hold it in my heart. It. I'd love I to get rid of it, but I cannot. You know what I think would have helped? I think that when they went into the gas station, there should be a crossover with Top Chef. Where, yes. you know, when they do a gas station challenge, these guys are the judges and they can get a real feel for American food when mm-hmm. some of our best chefs go in and spruce it up and everyone makes basically French toast. Well, it's- to be fair, um, if you go back and watch the episode, Harold was behind them when they picked up food and he was like, yeah, this shit's crazy, right? I'm a chef. Well, <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Why, why, I, don't, I don't cook from a gas station. Come on, I'm a chef. Well, so, Jeremy kept being like, look, I'm not a chef. I'm a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Richard and James kept saying, and he's barely that. Yep. They are all three uh, pastry chefs, though. <laughs> they're, yeah. all, they're all three <laughs> pastry chefs. So they get this fake stupid challenge where they were told to eat roadkill. And they make us think they're going to actually get roadkill. They pull up to like these nasty squash things like, how about this one? And it's like, no. It's clear they're not going to eat it. There was never any, there was never a single moment where I thought, oh, maybe they'll actually have to cook it and eat it. So I was like, this is all pointless what we're doing wait a minute you didn't think they were gonna eat that squirrel no 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 way they were gonna (laughs) wait a second wait a second no idea how to clean we want to talk about top chef and uh top gear combining into one this is the perfect occasion for that they had to get food they had prepared on themselves listen to richard hammond discuss this you tell me he's not a chef this is the white guy thinking squirrel on the rack and then maybe here's my plan with a few herbs garnished, something like that. Um, I'm thinking if I cook it once, and then maybe cook it again, so it'll go like crispy duck, only it's a squirrel. Come on, that's like if Tom Colicchio does his stop-in as they're preparing for the elimination challenge. He's like, what are you preparing? And he's like, well, I'm thinking about cooking it on the grill, and maybe cook it once, and then cook it twice. Like, that's, that's exactly Top Chef. They literally stole that bit from top chef yeah and they do in top chef they always say how they're going to add herbs to everything and then make things crispy like a duck 
Um, and Brian hates it when you hit the H in herbs. No, and that's because to me a herb is a bad thing. You ever called somebody a herb, like a hurt and hurt man? That herb is hurting. You guys ever said that? I've, I've never mm, said that. No. In my life. I don't know what the, some uh, in high school. These like kids moved from New York to my to my high school, and uh, they were like kind of stoner type kids, and they called everyone hurting herbs. They'd be like, "Oh man, that guy's a hurting herb." <laughs> you guys didn't do that. That is so cool. It's and I feel cool like if I went to your school, school I would have totally gotten on board with that. <laughs> Yeah. And acted like we've all been saying this. I've been saying it too. So I don't know why no one else understands it. So that's how that white guy is going to make a, squ- a squirrel. But then, uh, but they don't want a squirrel. They want um, a huge cow. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy drives in because he's gone for a while and he comes back and you find out why he's gone. is because he actually found on the side of the road a big, dead, bloated cow. And somehow, without a crane... Put it on the top roof of his he car. He said he found people to help him, and those people yeah. must have been the Hulk and Brian the Machine Cage. Because, yeah, because it was like a two-ton steer, and uh, and I think what really happened is he went to the cow store and bought a cow. They put it on his car for him. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this was clearly a cow that's been dead for some time because it was super bloated. Um, I, I remember the first time I saw this episode and he came driving in with a big bloated cow on top of his car. I thought, one, you're going to get a lot of letters for this. But two, uh, you better hope that thing doesn't explode. Yeah, it, it wasn't really very funny. And they didn't <laughs> eat the cow. So I don't really. It's a pretty awful failed bit. Because then he mm-hmm. says later that his car smells like cow or like mm-hmm. shit, basically. Mm-hmm. And stuff leaked in. So, I mean, it really... It failed all around. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have like a pun or anything. There was no, but like there was, no, it, it, it reminded me of like watching like improv scenes where it's like people walk in and they just do not have a plan. They like kind of <laughs> like this thing is vaguely funny, but there's like no plan or anything like that of where they're going to go. And it just kind of peters out and it's like, okay, well that's just some things that happened. So we just experienced it. And they waste this cow because we never saw them eat it or cut it up or do anything with it. I'm well, just you picturing... can't do anything with it. It's bloated. It's rotting. I'm picturing some poor segment producer going to some farm and be like, hey, do you have any dead cows I could borrow? And they probably do. <laughs> they probably and then being like, you got a funny accent. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? You know what's cheese like on there? You're from here. Have either of you ever had a dead animal in your car? No. Somebody threw up in my car once. And then you mm. killed them? Like, what? No, I was in high school and they were a little older than me and they were drunk and I drove them home. Humble and uh, they threw up all in the backseat of my car and then they proceeded to um, leave and never clean it up or pay for it. And uh, then he joined the Marines and now he's kind of a professional wrestler. You might listen to this. What's up, buddy? Whoa, that's cool. Um, did you not drink because you were a freaking straight edge CM Punk? Yeah, I was a freaking straight edge CM Punk. I probably had a few beers. Look, when you're from a small town, you're going to drink and drive. It's going to happen. Don't do it now. But look, when you're going 25 25 miles per hour, there's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, I mean, (laughs) don't do it. What did people want from me? You were wearing new era caps. You had your ears pierced. You were fucking dripped out. Yeah, I threw up in my car. I tried to clean it up with pine salt. My car smelled like puking pine salt for the rest <laughs> of its life. And he just laughed about it later. He's also the same guy that when we did trampoline wrestling, he was like, yeah, it's going to be a good back and forth match. We'll do like a really great match and then I'll like pin you and I'll win. And the match started. He super kicked me and then told me to stay down. He frog splashed me and pinned me and that was it. Nice. Well, <laughs> but I was very happy to be playing with older kids. <laughs> That kind of makes sense that he went into the professional wrestling business because it sounds like very early on he got a feel for like how a match should flow yeah. and what the audience went to see. And as soon as you guys started, he's like, listen, the audience will not believe a back and forth match between <laughs> two of us. <laughs> Super kick, frog splash, we go to the finish, Brian. Okay. It was solid. Man, I miss backyard wrestling. That was a lot of fun. 
All right, so we went on a tangent there, so I'm not going to do my story because it takes up too much time. Let's no, do, about, it be, uh, do it because you, you, for, no, 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 you, uh, so, you noted it. Jamal we, had a dead story. No, it's let's fine. It's fine. Do we the story and let's not talk as much about the show. We can like cut through the stuff of the show. Uh, all I was going to say is when I went to that super religious school against my will, Liberty University, I once went to my car to go home for the weekend and a full buck, dead buck was thrown on my car. Like someone did that? Someone literally put it on my car because it didn't just die on my car. It was literally, it was laying across the hood of my car. And I'm pretty sure I know who did it because they all thought it was hilarious. Um, But uh, yeah, they, uh, I went to my, literally went to my car to leave and a full, I I was, I was worried that the car was going to be like dented because like, it's a heavy animal. They're heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy that no one was parked behind me because I got in my car and reversed very quickly and it rolled off off my uh, my hood. And in my anger, I drove home. So it wasn't funny, right? Not to me. I yeah, didn't so- come around. So like you have to peek a hill to see the uh, parking lot where the freshman park at least. And I remember carrying my stuff and I came over the hill and I just looked at my car and saw a dead deer on it. And I said, well, there's only a handful of people who know that that's my car. So that's a dead mm. giveaway. So there's people who did, who you knew didn't like you or you didn't like them. No, no, no. These were um, good Christian folks who were my friend, quote unquote. Well, that sounds like a good Christian prank. Yeah. It's super funny stuff. So uh, I just, you know, I looked at it and I like, you ever have a moment where you're like, you think you might have a, like pop a blood vessel out of anger. And then you go, it's not worth it. So I just like, bottled it up and said, you know what? I'm going to take all this anger that I'm awake now <laughs> that I can drive this three and a half hour drive back home and I'll be fine. Go and home so and I just, just take it out on your meat. <laughs> 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 just punish your meat with that anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we're talking about cooking again. And now we're doing the prep. You got to prep your steak. You got to yep. like beat it up. Same thing with yep. chicken. I hammered chicken flat. Mm. Um, so yeah, You're like, um, mom, show me all the meat in the house. I'm gonna beat the shit out of the meat. I don't think I even told my mom that because I remember at the time I was very mad at my mom for not telling me what the school was, and she knew full well that it was a super religious school. And so even when I went home to her place, I did not tell her, "Hey, you know that car that's technically under your name? Yeah, a dead fucking animal was thrown on it at the religious school you sent me to. So that's fine." Well, this is like probably a little too sincere for this podcast but like it's embarrassing to like tell people when like people are really shitty to you definitely you don't want to be like oh i got picked on like you don't want to say that i mean i i didn't feel that way about it i didn't tell her because i was like hoping that the car was damaged and then she asked me why it was damaged like well because (laughs) you sent me to a school with a bunch of shitheads that's why all right. Well, I wouldn't have told my mom because I would have been embarrassed, ashamed. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd probably have been the same way. No, you <laughs> understand. Who knows what happened to the car? I, I was I so nothing. angry. I'm fine. <laughs> I was so angry. I wanted to walk in and be like, let's tell you another thing that this shitty school did to me. I, I was like, wouldn't be out of like concern of like feeling embarrassed. I would be like, see, this is another reason why I don't want to be at this fucking school. Oh, I would have cried. I would have been like, no one, everyone's being mean to me. And I don't know why. I'm a really nice person. Well, you know, they they set the tone pretty strict there at Liberty when I got fined for wearing earrings on move-in day. So I kind of set the tone for the rest of the semester. Mm-mm. Well, and should we have done the show where we review Top Gear or should we have done the show where we just talked to Jamal about the fact that he went to Liberty <laughs> for a little bit of time? Because <laughs> that's pretty interesting and there are a lot of very funny stories that we know. Okay, so we're back. Um, Jeremy made modifications to his car because of all the cow juice they set back out on the road. They stopped at a very funny place called Baghdad, Alabama. <laughs> Shout out to all our Alabamians who are listening. Um, and they decided to do a new challenge. Now, I want to let them talk about the challenge, and then I want to get your guys' uh, view of the challenge because I'm sure you guys have an opinion on it. No. Okay, it says here we must not be shot or arrested as we drive across the proud state of Alabama, but that we will get bonus points if we can get one of the others shot or arrested. I don't understand. How do we do that? 
You will therefore decorate one another's cars in such a way to draw maximum attention to yourself in this Bible-bashing, redneck, deeply Christian part of the union. Decorate. Now, I think what it means is we each have to write slogans on the other one's car, so you... To get them killed. Yeah, so... All right. Hmm. Here's what I heard from that. Two writers. We need to say Bible-bashing. Other writer. No, deep Christian. <laughs> No one, no one could negotiate. Put them both in. One black writer in the room. Hick. We got to fit Hick in there somehow. somehow. Do you really think there was a black writer in the room for <laughs> Top Gear? Yeah, Top Gear in, the in UK. 2009. Yeah, Highly bro. Novel. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I really don't. I don't think that. Um, uh, so, uh, what do you guys think about this? Uh, allow that. What do you guys think about this last challenge? So, <laughs> it's very offensive. Yeah, it's not um, great. The, so one of them writes Hillary for president of the car, which is funny. But so this was filmed. When this? When would this have been filmed? 2007. 2007. So at this mm-hmm. point, would it have been that people were thinking that Hillary was going to get nominated? Over Barack Obama? Over Barack? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. she was a... Um... A competitor to Brock, right? So, okay. really, either one of those presidential uh, nominees would have been funny to put on the car and I drive mean, through Obama, the Bible bashing state. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's on James Car. James Car says Hillary for president on the side, and the back says NASCAR sucks. I mean, Jeremy's car says country music is rubbish, and so, Richard's car. Go ahead, Richard's car. You you have it. so it says it says man love rules okay. Doesn't make any I thought, sense. I'm, I no, thought I'm, on I'm, another look, side it says gay love is okay. I thought on another side it says that. Th- like the first side it shows when they drive oh, by, it okay. says man dash love rules okay, which okay. grammatically makes no sense at all. I'm not really sure what that means. It definitely like, needs a comma in there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, and maybe a question mark. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. J- <sighs> and that's Reeve saying that man love needs a question mark. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, any kind of punctuation to end it. <laughs> uh, explanation point would be great. I. <sighs> this is what they think of our country. Yeah, yeah, this is what British people think of our country. Yeah, they also we haven't got into this, but I mean, they constantly talk about people getting killed like that. Yes. Like this car might have a body. I might get shot over here. Blah, blah, blah. Um. They also love guns. Like one of the car dealers, is like here's my gun, here's my other gun. And they're just like, whoa! Yeah. Like they've never seen a gun before. Well, you got to understand, you know, this is 2007. Even if it's not, I mean, to other countries, it is kind of crazy for them to hear about all the mass shootings that happen in this well, country. E- even their cops don't have guns. They have know, uh, yeah. billy sticks. Yeah, they got they got billy clubs. Billy clubs. So, you know, they only their tactical uh, police, only their tactical police that get called for like terrorist situations have. Uh, the, the weapons so um for them it's like every, their whole view of america is like people killing people guns fat like it's it's all the stairs cheese cheese do we think that the gas station thing was real i do i do i don't think you can find the lady who came out and yelled what they yelled and then also people showing up and throwing rocks i don't think that's or i don't think you can orchestrate that is is your clip here the clip where the lady just says like, "What's this? Y'all trying to put in um, stuff on your car? See how long it takes you to get beat up in a southern town?" In a hick town, yes. Hick town, yeah. Um, and then she's like, "Y'all gay?" And then one of the guys is like, "No, I'm not. I'm married. <laughs> I'm married. I've got three kids." And then and she shoots back, "That doesn't mean you're not gay." Is that what she says? <laughs> she's not wrong. Uh, I. This so what happens is they have these things on their cars, and they go to a gas station, and Slogans. all hell breaks loose. Yes, people <laughs> cannot deal with this. Yeah. Just the idea that she's like country music. She's like she she reads the cars to them, which yeah. is why I think it's fake. She's like country music is rubbish. Hillary Fr- NASCAR sucks. Like it's just like. I just I have such a hard time believing people get this mad and act out over like stuff like this. Like, but I guess to these people, these people is like that on a car like me. Like, what is the 
equivalent of me, a very well white person, what would it be on a car for me to have to walk up to the car and be like, you trying to start a fight? Like, what, is, what would, like, is that how for they you see it? Or for you driving and putting a slogan on your car and getting the reaction from somewhere else? Like, what would it take me, like, if I was the owner of that gas station, what would I have to see written on someone's car for me to, like, cause a huge commotion? Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, Probably we'll... something about how, like, you don't actually need to shave your peppers. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then I would go get the boys, and we'd throw rocks at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something, I, something cooking related. <laughs> I yeah. just don't think I'm that passionate about anything. <laughs> Little, you know what? If someone someone wrote in their car, "Slappy Joe's" is for is for like children, you'd probably come out. And yeah, like, you'd excuse lose me. It. I think I would Fuck laugh it, and be me. like, "Look at that idiot! You don't know what he's talking about." They're adults. I Slappy think we all adults. like to think we're this mature until we put ourselves in that situation, and then it's like, "What happened to me? Who was I back there?" I lost There's control. Blackout. Come to an hour later with like my hands full of rocks and three British people just like bleeding to death. And I'm like, what did I? What have I done? Brian, it's 2021. It's called African American out. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Um, yeah. let's just fast forward to the end. <laughs> this episode is long, and I would argue that what's an hour special? The stuff that we're doing isn't as funny as we normally do. Just because you're talking about this, this episode is, I'm going to say right now, it's my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Reeves hate this episode, so we'll move on. Yeah. So this, this TV show of Top Gear ends where you'd expect it to end, talking about Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but now we now here's the redemption, because they do not say anything bad about it. They know... See, they're they're making fun of America all along, and then they're driving around Hurricane Katrina, and they have the same thoughts that I have. Because at some point in time, Jeremy says, you would think that a year later that everything's fixed and everything's fine in the richest country in the world. Why isn't this stuff? But then you come here and you see that it's not, and he makes a good point. Even outsiders are like, how could this be? And I I mean, I know why. Yeah, I know why. Reeves, do you know why? Me too. Reeves, do you know why? Mm -hmm. All right, let's all say it on three. Okay. Three, two, two, one. George Bush does not care about black people. people. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I think we all said the same thing. Yeah, I think we all said the same thing. Mm -hmm. So they saw the Kanye uh, interview, and then they were talking about Katrina, and then as they're driving around, they decided, you know, they get emotional about their cars because they're attached to them because unlike a rental car, you can get attached to a car that you actually buy, Brian. So circling back to why you buy the car for a thousand dollars. Not wrong. I rented a car so, once when I visited my sister and it was a white Kia Soul. And then when I wanted to buy a car, because what kind of car I bought? A, a white wh- Kia Soul, a, baby. A I love Kia that. <laughs> no, white Kia Soul, baby. I love that car when I rented it. It was great. <laughs> okay. Anyways. You so you ended up spending more money than a thousand dollars when you could have just bought it for a thousand originally. <laughs> yeah. So egg on your face, idiot. So they're they're in Louisiana, and you know what they're saying? They were going to sell their cars to people at the end. They were trying to sell their cars and see how much money they could make by selling the cars. But instead, as as they drove through the uh, ravaged part of uh, uh, Louisiana that was hit very hard by Hurricane Katrina, they decided, we're going to give our cars away to people who were affected by the hurricane who need a car. Yeah, pretty nice of the TV presenters to buy shitty cars and then give them away to people that need cars versus just buying them new cars or something that might be better for them. Um, so pretty. But noble if you thing have no car, guys. someone gives you a free car. I would argue that if you have the means, which I would definitely say that them with a TV show behind them probably could have gotten them a slightly nicer car that was new, then why didn't they just do that? Well, we don't know. That, we don't know that they didn't do that when the cameras were turned. They would have. They would. They would have showed us. Yeah, they would have. There's done that. no way. They would have. But it's it looks better for them if they had done no, that. That goes against the entire premise of the show. <laughs> they were like, Being they were nice like giving these shitty cars away to, to people that were kind of like, I guess I have to take this car. <laughs> <laughs> the cars that like one of them barely would constantly had to be restarted or something. Yeah, like that to even get it's going. Cadillac though. It's and Cadillac. one of them, one of them is full of cow juice. Who got yeah. that one? Yeah. But hey, how he described, it, he said, "Clutch, perfect." 
engine. Great. There's <laughs> he no AC. He didn't it. lie to them. He told them all the things that are wrong with the car. He's like, there's no AC. The car leans to the left when you drive, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but the engine, great. The, uh, the clutch, two thumbs it's up. All good. It's, here's the keys. Here's I'm the key. getting on my one-way flight first class <laughs> back to London. <laughs> to Literally, in front you of could us. hear them <laughs> Fueling the plane in the background. <laughs> Wait to get in my limo and get to the airport. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I bet on their way back to like, is this America? Like, is this really America? <laughs> get, we're not coming back here. I think in the whole time they've done Top Gear, they've only come to America uh, like a handful of times. I would pay and to I see could have them. picked better. I, I guess I could have picked a, a better episode, but the better episodes for the Come to America are on the new seasons, so. Oh, okay. You know what I was thinking that this show, um, obviously I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, but I thought that it was missing just like it needed like a Dax Shepard. That's okay. what I felt like. Okay. Like if it had Dax, okay. the the comedy and the charisma of Dax, I feel okay. like, okay, well now I'm on board. Now I care about cars and now I okay. can watch. So if uh, you're a listener and you don't know what Reeves is doing, what he's doing, he's, he's nodding to the American um, Top Gear, where mm. Dak Shepard was one of the presenters. I, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. So I didn't know that. what he's doing is, you know, trying to take the piss, um, as they say in London. And um, we're British now. Yeah. And we're British now, so Reeves is taking the piss. I'm and, taking uh, the piss, right, and, me um, peaky blinders. He's bringing... <laughs> okay, now he's kind of just being super offensive. So now he's he's... <laughs> Taking the no, that's one of the accents you're allowed to do, Jamal. Well, first you're allowed, all, I'm allowed to do allowed that to do, one. I'm allowed to do any fucking accent. So prove it. Do all of them. Okay, which one do you want to do? Say an accent. Say it. I'll see if I won't fucking do it. I don't want to have to cut it, so it won't exactly, do it. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, we meant to do this episode as like a joke, but we talked about the episode the entire time, and I guess I'm sorry <laughs> that we did it real. <laughs> I'm Please come sorry. back. We're going to talk about Top Chef next week and the week after, and then shut the up, new season up. drops. This is my bit. Shut up. This is my bit. I'm the host, you idiot. This is why, this is why you're the second co-host. We're hour and uh, ten. I'm trying to get us through it. <laughs> we're cutting ten minutes of this anyway. So next week, uh, the next two episodes of uh, Pod Chef will do a uh, run-up to the new season of Top Chef season Portland. 18. Portland, uh, Portland. And we will be discussing Who's on the show coming up? Who we got as our early uh, guesses to uh, win the season and uh, talk about the background of some of the contestants. So that'll be in the next two weeks. And then we're going to hit the ground running hard in that fresh new season when it comes out on Bravo. Um, so that's it for this record. Um, me and the best friends are going to pack our knives and get in our cars and go. Oh,